with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Well, good evening, afternoon, morning, uh, wherever you are. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. And with me, my co-host, the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Mm. How's everybody doing? You're I'm a grandma. Week. I'm a grandma. I have to say it. Why? <laughs> I would keep that under the thing. Everybody thinks you're this young babe. Now you no, think they just geez. aged you. Good Lord, if they see a picture of me, then no, I'm not a young babe. What do you mean? You've got all those uh, beauty shots of you up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. What do you call those? Not, not beauty shots. There's Selfies? No, there's a word for that that's called, uh, oh, Mala, help me out here. Headshots? I, I don't know. Yeah. There's don't, a word yeah. for it. Glamour shots? Is it glamour shots? Glamour yeah. shots? Yeah, could be. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Anyway. Shots? She's very photogenic. That's Thanks, Yeah, sure. So yeah, she's, got, yeah. she's got a drink in her hand. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that just I'm makes a... her cheeks rosier, okay? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Yes, but... Okay. Glitter in her eye. <laughs> Mr. Party Pooper, but everybody, Uh-oh. my daughter had a beautiful baby girl on January 9th. I'm over the moon. I'm so excited and very happy. So I want to share that all with you. How many pounds? Seven pounds, 12 ounces. Oh, a little one. Yeah. I think she's medium, like a right, medium, medium, medium baby. She yeah, smaller than both the children that I had, but um, right. she's she. I think she's perfect in every way. Of course so, you do. Yes. Of course you do. What's the name? Her name is Madeline, although I will probably call her Madeline. Madeline May. Madeline We're going to call May. her Maddie. Wow, you didn't even get a middle name in there. Whoa. What? Oh, yeah. me? Yeah, you. Oh, God, don't. Please don't give your kid a name with the middle name of it. Do it. Always Please do don't. the middle name of your mother. You're, that's the greatest no. thing you do in the world for your mother is the name your kid in the middle name after her. Listen, I can't. My, my mother came from Canada, and the, the, if their names were all Mary or Marie. And yeah. <laughs> then they all went by another name, whatever their middle name was. Mm. I'm not cursing my kid. Okay. My name, my my granddaughter with my name. no. All right. So joining us, we actually have someone with us today. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my favorite West Coast switch. Uh, who? What's your middle name, Marla? Well, actually, Marla is my middle name. I switched around. I didn't like oh, my God. first name. <laughs> what was your first name then? Well, it was Lee. But see, traumatically, when I was like in kindergarten, we had to go get in school. We had to go get a physical. Mm-hmm. And so they went girls and boys, you know, separately. Well, they thought Lee was a boy and they oh, put boy. me in with the boys and that that did it. That's oh. not good. Never wanted to be called that again. Oh, <laughs> that's traumatic. That is Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. So yep. was Mala's your mother's name? No. 
Damn. C. No, but I worked for an um, Armenian doctor and his kids in Armenia, it doesn't matter whether it's a boy or a girl, they take the father's first name to be their middle name. Okay, yeah, we do that too. As for If it was a boy, we would do that. Really? Well, yeah. Only but if this, you're as old as Van Helsing. That's the greatest Same. honor in the world is yeah. naming your children after you. And yeah, some but went suppose, some you're, suppose your little girl was Mary, and then all of a sudden her name is Ron, which isn't bad. I mean, the Armenian one was it was even worse. But you know, you don't want a little girl to have a middle name of a guy. Oh yeah, you should name him Sky or uh, you know, well, Vlad know. or or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I get you, but you know, if you're naming a kid Skylock. like Mary, and then her middle name is Butch or something, you know, that's not going to work. <laughs> Oh, my name's Skylock. That's because I was conceived in the back of a Buick. Oh. <laughs> now, nobody knows that a, the Buick made a car called yeah. Skylark right, at one point either. I and I just aging yourself. Woof. I, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. No, Ron, not you. Well, yeah, but I knew it too. So. Well, I did too. It's only because you know me. You're, you're young. We know that. Yes, we are. That's yes, right. we are. That's Very childish most of the time. <laughs> All of the time. What do you Thank mean most God. of the time? Well, you know. <laughs> no one wants to grow up. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan syndrome. I certainly have it. <laughs> no, you have not. The Peter Pan not. syndrome? You better believe it, I do. <laughs> no, I said you have not grown up. Oh, right. right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Wendy. Um <laughs> That leaves me to be none of the dog, right? Uh, <laughs> fine, whatever. No. We, we actually, uh, on the morning edition, we did a show. We went through the dark uh, history of uh, fairy tales. Holy crap, were they yeah. dark. Yes. Uh-huh. Hans Christian Anderson. Whoa. Oh, any yeah. of them. Yeah. Any of them. They were yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. And then comes Disney and makes them sweet instead. And then if kids really find out how they were really written. Sleeping you know, Beauty? Do you ever, you ever hear the origin of Sleeping Beauty? I forget it, but I did. Yeah, what was yeah, it? Sleeping Beauty, uh, she's, yeah, she gets, uh, you know, of course she gets the uh, the splinter and, and she falls asleep and she's in the thing and the king comes and rapes her. Oh, and, nice, nice. And then, while, then she gives birth to two children while she's in the uh, sleeping and it's only when she wakes up is when one of the children suckles the wooden splinter out of her finger and she wakes up. And then the, the uh, um, king's wife is jealous of Sleeping Beauty, so she kills the children and feeds them to the king. Oh, my jeez. <laughs> this is horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll become yeah. nightmares. Oh, you should walking dead. They're, all, I'm sorry. they're all like that. They're all like that. They're yeah. There isn't there one. are. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. Let's read these stories to children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll love them. Let's stick okay. to Harry Potter. It's past <laughs> yeah. the bedtime. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, you guys know of the, the oh, how can I say this? Die, die, die to lot, lot pass incident. I, no. I, diet love thing, I think. Diet love. But I can't do it with the Russian accent. I can't say it, so 
yeah. doesn't matter to me, so I'm going to screw it up no matter what yeah. it is. Yeah, this is true. Well, but you do that to English anyway, so. <laughs> all languages. I'm, I'm, weak, I'm equally inefficient in all languages. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, I had never heard of it. Did you look it up? I did. Me too. I had to. Yeah, because I gave you homework. That's why. Yeah, Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who wants to give the synopsis of it? You. You. Your right. idea. Okay. You so anyways, <laughs> these uh, these hikers, uh, nine hikers, um, actually 10, hikers left, uh, they were students at Polytech and they were going, which is in uh, uh, Siberia, basically. Uh, and they wanted to do this uh, march. It was a 200 mile trek to get their um, certification in, in as ultimate outdoorsman. It's kind of a Russian thing. It's just during communism, 1959. So they, they all went out there and uh, to, to do this thing. One of them turned back. Uh, so they en ended up nine of them. But then uh, sometime later, a couple of skiers came upon this tent that was uh, half covered in snow and the flaps were still sealed and the, the, the roof of the tent was cut open uh, but there was nobody in it and so they went a little farther and they found uh well they saw footprints in the snow excuse me and they followed the footprints and it led them to a, a tree and under the tree were uh were the two men uh in their underwear uh dead uh they had been uh uh, what's the word? It's blunt force trauma to their faces. They had frozen to death, of course. And um, anyway, so they went a little further, and then they found another one, and then another two, and then uh, they ran back and told authorities. Authorities sent a proper search thing out there, and they looked. They tried to find uh, more other people, and then one of the tribes that lived up there uh, led them to uh, a creek bank. bank uh, no, to a shelter, which was made. It was like uh, tree branches and everything that was stacked together. And they found uh, the ripped off uh, pant, the right pant, uh, no, the right sweater of a girl, half of it, and half of the uh, pant leg of, of a guy in the shelter. And then they found the, the they followed father and they found the stream bed where four bodies were found in it, uh, which had been mutilated and everything else. And uh, they were uh, their eyes were missing in one of the girls and, as well as their tongue had been removed. Ah. Uh, uh, one girl was hit so hard in the chest that uh, uh, her uh, rib, rib bone punctured her heart. Um, oh, God. Two of, the, two of the men that were discovered, their skulls were virtually crushed. Uh, their, their, their fists on a lot of them were, were clenched and, and, and they were bruised. There were cuts and bruises on all of them. And uh, so they, uh, you know, found them all. So then they had to try to figure out what went on. Mm -hmm. So they, they I hope so. Yeah. So they, they uh, appointed a special prosecutor who investigated it. And uh, he did a lot of investigating in it and listened to different people and um, Basically, his decision was it was murder, and then he closed the case, and that was it. Mm -hmm. uh, but there was a lot more to it than that. Uh, you know, they had a, some suspects 
that they, they had thought. First suspect was the 10th member of the team who went, went back. But he had gone only uh, about half the distance where they were found, and he hurt his back, so he returned. So he was a... Uh, he was nervous when they were interviewing him. He was, you know, really things. So they said, why don't you come and help us? Uh, we'll take you to the scene. Maybe you can give us some more information. So he went with them and he was absolutely terrified of what he saw. He never saw it before. You could tell the police could tell that. Uh, but one thing he did tell them also was that uh, one of the men was dressed in somebody else's clothes. That wasn't the, his own. What? Clothes. Yeah, and um, yeah, the the you know half the people were half naked, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, so they uh, checked out his story further, and uh, they found out that the time he was supposed to return uh, to his village, he did, and so they they checked that out, and and he was there when the coroner said that they were killed, mm. so he was uh, freed from that. Mm -hmm. Um, the next, uh, theory was that there was a, uh, goulash, which was, uh, a gulag, excuse me, which is uh, a prison, Stalin's prison, where they wished to send criminals. They thought maybe a criminal had escaped and killed all these hikers, but they went back to the prison. They checked all the prisoners. They were all there. And plus nothing was stolen at all. There was provisions and everything that, but nothing was taken. Um, so that was ruled out. Uh, they talked to the tribe that was there, and they mentioned that uh, during that particular night uh, that they, people went missing, they saw lights in the skies uh, going through the skies, and uh, they were shooting, and they didn't know what that was. So uh, they had that. Uh, there was a lot of stuff. So, I mean, I don't want to go the whole story because it's long if you have anything you want to add any either are they you certainly can your any other theories that that were there there were a bunch of theories that i saw and some yeah, of them but, made sense go ahead. Um, go ahead. you know the the, the uh and natives the, the natives there yeah. um but also the espionage theory um right. because they weren't so sure about two of the guys that One went because guy. um Zolo Taryov and Oi. Um, <laughs> Chris. Actually, it was just the one because he wasn't even a student. The uh, the uh, communists, uh, whatever they call the other, made uh, told them to take them with them. So he was not the uh, KBG. That's what it was KBG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one of them was working yeah. for the KBG, <clears throat> and they were joined. It says um, to. They were going on a rendezvous to meet with CIA agents in the Ural Mountains. Oh. That's what this one said. And and then there was something about radioactive materials and fake nuclear secrets. And the Russians were supposed to take photos of the American agents. And the theory goes that the CIA men got wise to what was going on. And that led to a fight breaking out and the eventual massacre. Hmm. Makes there sense. There, no, not really, because there's no other um, footsteps or whatever. Right. Plus, there was there was no. Um, I mean, the, the bodies were were mutilated in a lot of cases. Uh, you know, some. Uh, it, but there was radiation found on their clothing, which is interesting. Oh, one of the weird. one of the theories is is that the um, 
uh, Army, it was conducting a nuclear test and uh, the KBG had sent their man out to make sure that the area was protected and everything else who was the guy who was killed. Uh, so that was those streaks of light that were in the sky that the native tribesmen say, saw. Um, but, uh, you know, he was killed too. So that, that didn't pan out because there wasn't all radiation on all the clothes. Another theory was that the tribes people uh, thought the mountain was sacred and uh, women weren't even allowed to go there. And yet there were two women that, that violated that thing, which might explain why the, their eyes were taken out and their tongue removed. Um, but that was discounted as well. Uh, another theory, uh, which was an intriguing one, uh, was they looked at the camera footage. And first of all, they did find uh, like streaks in the sky in one of the cameras. And another camera footage, uh, actually put, footage showed what appeared to be a tall beast of some sort. So there was a theory of the Yeti that Yeti. actually this. And uh, so that was another theory. Um, let's see what else would they have. Well, they also said um, that one of the reasons that the eyes were gouged out and the tongue was gouged out was maybe they were there long enough so some animals came and did it. Yes, that's mm -hmm. another another one of the theories. Yeah. Uh, now, the, my, my, my plain and simple things that I Googled are trying to attribute it to an avalanche. Yeah, Which sounds pretty far-fetched to me. Um, I mean, why would people be? I could maybe their eyeballs, but the tongue. You know. Yeah. Well, they, they, thought, they thought that Mala said that the animals had had eaten those. Yeah. yeah. It said it said something about the wounds were equal to the effect of a car crash. Well, they called it a slab avalanche, which yeah. is a different type of avalanche. And mm -hmm. they said that it could have been something like that. Mm -hmm. there, there was a, uh, uh, I forget which, which um, premier, one of the Russian premiers opened the case. Uh, I don't know if it was Brezhnev or the one after that. I'm not sure. I can't remember his name, which is a surprise. But uh, he opened the case and, and uh, that's the, the uh, evidence they had. Uh, come up with was that uh, it was uh, an avalanche or, mm. or whatever. Mm. But then they opened it again in 2020 and under the, the new communist, uh, not communist, the new, yeah, it is communist, the new Russia. And they investigated it and they said it was definitely an avalanche. And mm -hmm. the theory was that the it, it, temperature did reach enough for an avalanche. Avalanche came down, put some snow on the on the tent, uh, which is why they cut their way out. Yeah, and they, they all ran out and ran to the rocky cliff side to be protected from the avalanche. But the avalanche never came. Uh, the conditions were so poor that they couldn't find themselves back to the, um, this is the official uh, mm, right. one right now. They couldn't find themselves back to the tent. Uh, they broke up into two teams, uh, which, it's why they split up. Uh, the other four tried to survive. They dug themselves a snow tunnel, but they were actually over an old stream and, it, and the tunnel collapsed and they fell uh. into extreme water and that's where they died. So that's the official uh, reading on it. But the intriguing thing uh, I saw, and which is the one that probably makes the most sense, that it may be 
all of the above. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that it may be a series of events. There might have been an avalanche. Um, there certainly was proof that uh, there were these lights in the sky that night. Uh, so there may have been something. That guy very well was could have been a KBG because they couldn't find a lot of information about him. Um, the, there was so many things that, that happened that, that it didn't make sense. In other words, you know, yes, they came out. They were the, there's, there's even one of the theories is that when you're in the last stages of hypothermia, basically you get so hot you take your clothes off, which is right. why they were undressed. Mm-hmm. So it's they've got the official uh, Russian one right now, but quite frankly, it doesn't make sense. Why were the, was the clothes radioactive, for one thing? Mm. The pictures found in two of the cameras, uh, you know, the beast and the, and the lights in the sky and, and the eyewitness reports from the tribe that was there of the lights in the sky. I mean, those all add different layers to this thing. So, I mean, what's your theory? You believe it's the, the avalanche? Do you think? What's interesting is there was a quote from the um, U.S. Forest Service's National Avalanche Center. Mm-hmm. And they said that it may be remotely possible that that was it was, but would suggest that it was also highly improbable. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, they they said in what I read, they didn't find a lot of evidence that there was an avalanche. Right. So yeah. it sounds like get- pretty traumatic. Like like I I mean, think about an avalanche hitting you a million miles an hour. Of course, you're going to have a traumatic injury, but uh, I don't know. Sounds like they're so scattered among all of them. If they ran to safety, they would have avoided the avalanche. And the wounds. And the wounds, yeah. And the different clothes that people had on. And the radioactivity in their clothes. Well, people think about it. If you're trying to get out of a tent and grab clothes, you've got to grab anybody's clothes and throw <laughs> them on. Um, they didn't run on They didn't... It, it, they were just ran out of the tent. That was basically yeah. what they were saying. On yeah, the yeah. They didn't. Well, even... they might have grabbed a couple things on the way out and thrown them on as they were running. I mean, who really knows? But mm-hmm. yeah, the search fear. party they found hikers' boots and clothes and maps, and and there was some food laid out, like seemingly for a meal. Mm-hmm. So whatever it was, I mean, they just flew out of there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, really the other weird. when they brought the other 10th hiker back uh, and they took pictures, there were some items there that he didn't recognize mm. at, at the, at the uh, crime scenes. Mm. Uh, there was an extra pair of skis. There was uh, something else. There were, a couple, there were a couple, two or three things that he didn't recognize at all as being belonging to the uh, people uh, in the party. So, yeah. I mean, it's what, it's one, and plus they all had their their skin was burned. They had uh, yeah, they had burns on their skins as as mm-hmm. if it was radiation as well. Mm. That's one of the facts of it. And that guy who had his missing eyebrows, he had a deformed neck and was missing his eyebrows. Yeah, the guy no. was twisted into. Yeah, yeah. Ick. Yeah, uh, how do eyebrows just? disappear yeah. like that i mean you know one maybe it could get sloughed off somewhere but mm-hmm. two eh, i don't know yeah like completely gone mm-hmm. that would be odd 
Yeah. So if his eyebrows were gone, why wasn't his hair gone? Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Unless he had his hand face in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Is it any place near Chernobyl that maybe there was some radioactivity out there? No, it's not near Chernobyl at all. Okay. No, not even close. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. They 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 checked on um, missile launches from uh, their missile site in Kazakhstan, which is the closest missile launch site, and they had nothing launched at that time at all. Uh, so that that was uh, one of the premiers had, had had dug into that at that time. Um, mm. It's it's truly one of the great mysteries of uh, our time. And it's, you know, 1959, it's not really that old. Mm-hmm. Well, it's old to you people, but it's like not that well, not to me. <laughs> we were here then. I was here then. <laughs> I was watching Mickey Mouse Club then. Oh. Yeah. we, we got to take the break now anyways. We gotta come I wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know yeah, what? I, I, actually, I actually put on uh, the Beach Boys tape and I was listening to all the surf songs and the car songs. It's like, oh, man, those were great times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. California, I like that. That's McKel- That's your neck of the woods. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. A little scary over there lately. Depending as usual, on where you are. Yeah. 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 I was I went surfing down here in Doheny. Did you? Yes, How I did. How did you surf on Doheny? Doheny Beach. Doheny Beach. Mm. Anyways, heard- we gotta go. <laughs> So, anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles, uh, what the hell are we? Next Generation, right here on Tojanet, uh, brought to you by our very good friends of Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, who bring bring you this show. They actually do, because they contribute to us on that page. Uh, it's $3 a month, and you get access to over 40 videos, most of them exclusive to our Patreon listeners. And also Ghost Chronicles, the magazine is on there, too, which is free. So also Circles of Wisdom, 386 Memorack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Log Group, 15 High Street, North End of Massachusetts. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing. Although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. 
The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our very special guest tonight, our favorite West Coast witch, Marla Brooks. Our only one, but that's beside that's us. That's right. Well, she's our favorite, too. <laughs> you Come have on. to be if there's only one. Well, you know. Yeah, I know. You've anyway. been hanging out with Ron too long. <laughs> anyway. God, the... don't say that, Marla. <laughs> I mean, you live to that, tell the tale. Yeah, all that kind of st- all that stuff like the the past uh, fascinates me, and and I'm hoping that uh, when I die, everything will be revealed. I'm so hoping on that. Please, yeah, let yeah. us know. Can you just speak up, man? Well, it's saying that I go first. Just um, saying. Okay, <laughs> I better not go first. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you've got a baby to raise. Yeah. Wow, a grandbaby. I mean. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so I started thinking about it. Uh, you guys have uh, a choice of funerals? Have you decided how you want to be departed? Cremated. You're going to be cremated? Yeah. All right. And, mm-hmm. and what are they going to do with your ashes? I'll have to figure that one out. Oh, I'm not it. sure. I mean, there's nobody really to take them that I'll would take want them. it. I'll take <laughs> if, if you're still here, yes. If I'm still here. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you like you can make... Is mm-hmm. he plotting our demise, Marla? I don't know. Well, he could be because, you know, you can take the ashes from people and they make diamonds out of them and he could yes. make a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For that's all that's the... another way, yeah, to make a diamond out of yeah. For all the grief that we have... <laughs> given to you over the years <laughs> you might get your money's worth right that goes both ways ma'am yeah so so uh and would you get yourself made into a diamond for tom no oh wow nah, i want a body they're gonna toss my body in the ground so i can have a headstone oh you, you, you know how much i love funerals there's no right. way i'm i'm gonna go without a headstone i could be cremated and still have a headstone but true he's taller I- <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be able to scratch it off, you know. I take less space. Um, I don't think I want to be cremated. No. Mm. You know, uh, I always thought that uh, you know I I would be cremated and then my ashes would be put in a coffee can, chock full of nuts and uh, <laughs> the way I figured it, figured I'd go. But th- there's so many cool <laughs> choices now. I mean, yeah. You know, you can get sea burial. You can be buried at sea now in mm-hmm. Massachusetts, which is awesome. Oh. So I'm thinking about that. There well, I saw something that was kind of in a pagan thing, but there, there's this thing that you can get yourself um, 
ash, <laughs> ash cremated, mm-hmm. and then they put you under a tree. Or wait, no, wait a minute, that's a different one. That's a different the one. The body gets buried under a tree in some yes. forest, and you know whatever. Oh. And it's kind of really neat because the tree kind of grows around the skeleton or whatever. And and a couple of people, there's this guy, um, Oberon Zell, and he's like this big guy in which tradition i mean he he dresses like dumbledore and you know (laughs) he's been around for years and his wife did that when she passed away Mm -hmm. um they found a tree on their property i guess or something and and that yeah but then there was another one that was just for everybody kind of thing that you get buried under a tree as well but it was round thing. so i'm assuming that it's ashes so no not necessarily when you think about it um you know, every cemetery, uh, those trees in there are feeding on on the bodies of the deceased. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. But you know what? It's so expensive. I mean, more people would probably do it, but I don't think anybody can really yeah. normal, you know, unless you're really rich, um, have the money to do that. Mm-hmm. It's to a what, good tree idea. Burial? Tree burial? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were way more than regular funerals. Wouldn't you, you think it'd be less expensive? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Dig a hole and dump the body. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. somebody's making good money out of that. Because yeah. they give you a little urn or a little something. And then, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a good could, idea. But somebody's cashing in. You know, you could always do like Mala did with her turtle. Uh, a home turtle. burial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll never yeah. forget that turtle, will you? No, I know not that poor thing. His name was Lurch. I'm Lurch. <laughs> Although uh, ground burials burials are very popular, you can do it at home, but it's not as common. It used to be, actually. Uh, It's usually reserved for spot the dog or or your turtle. Uh, And then, uh, but there are, you can, under certain uh, states, you have to check, of course. Yeah. yeah, You have to get permission. There's a lot of red tape involved in that. Well, interestingly enough, there was a restaurant up in the Hollywood Hills. It's still there. It's called Yamashiro. It's been there for like 100 years, um, and it looks very Japanese and everything. And you can eat outside, and there's a little garden in between, you know, and and koi fish and everything. And it's really very beautiful. But what people don't know is that the original owner is buried there, and he wasn't supposed to be buried there. Oh, but so for years and years and years, all these people are eating, sitting next to wherever he's buried. I mean, they, they pointed the spot out where, he, where his bones probably are now or maybe not even that long. Uh-huh. But, but he is in this very famous Hollywood restaurant, you know, oh, with, God. and nobody knew that he was buried there because, you know, it was illegal to do it. And I think it probably still is. But, yeah. And just throw him in there anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Just put him there. There you go. Well, I think he wanted to be buried there because he did so much work um, on that place. He he -hmm. brought all these people from Japan to build this kind of huge building um, that was an apartment at some time. I mean, people were living there Mm and well, and they turned it into a restaurant. And it's beautiful, really beautiful. So, um, yeah, they they the guy wanted to be there because he's the one that did all the major work on it. And so he wanted, he didn't want to go. Is it haunted? Yeah. 
Ah. Yeah, we had fun there. Um, there's a woman, I love this, but there was a woman that sits, you know, is high up on the hill, so it looks down all over Hollywood and all the way down Los Angeles to Los Angeles and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a spirit there that looks out the window and she's waiting for somebody and she's dressed in like 40 years, 40, yeah, 40 things clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, 40 things? 40 things, yeah, yeah. 40s era. <laughs> the dress of the time. Okay. Um, yeah, I couldn't get that out. I'm getting like you. Um, you're, right, but, you're right, you're all yeah. turning to me. Serious. <laughs> going to change but, the name of the show, The Ron and the Ronettes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing of it was that she was one of those spirits that doesn't recognize people on the earth plane. Mm-hmm. So she just sits in that window and she stares out waiting for somebody Aww. that she was waiting for. Aww. And it was, it, I mean, it's really sad. I mean, the, the medium that came with us, I mean, she saw this woman. The mm-hmm. people there didn't know it. They knew that the old bartender was walking around the place. But, <laughs> um, yeah, they didn't know that um, she was there. And, you know, I mean... Victoria was like, oh, my God, you know, she's dressed like this. She looks like this. And she's just staring out into space. And she tried to get in touch with her. And she just could not. There was that. There were certain spirits that kind of build a wall around it. And you can't get through. And it wasn't it wasn't like an anniversary ghost because she's there all the time. But the weird thing is, I read the sad thing is whoever she was waiting for. And this is back in the 40s probably has been long gone too but because she's sitting there waiting she'll never get in touch with that person Aww. on the other side i don't think that's it that's so I think sad so. i know huh. you'd think they'd be able to find each other wouldn't you well yeah. you'd think the old owner that's buried in the garden would do a little bit of that yeah, and help out right yeah give, a, <laughs> give the old girl a break right yeah, yeah no kidding wow well, maybe, well, maybe she's she's, she's not connected to him that's yeah well i I don't know so it sounds like if he was there a hundred years ago uh could be right yeah but then he should see it tap her on the shoulder right in front of her go boogie 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 one would think (laughs) you would think and and she just whatever interesting though sad so if you're a little short on money and you're thinking about uh death uh, you might try uh, sky burial. Uh, you just have to go and uh, you cover the body with a mixture of milk, flour, tea, and barley, and then you just uh, leave it out there, and uh, the body will soon be consumed by anything. Worms. That's... <laughs> no, no, more than worms. Anything and everything. Oh, animals, all kinds of. Oh, things. animals. Well, yeah, that's why you add that little extra flavor to it. You know, you want to make it. Yeah. Oh, you want to make yourself tasty. The corpse tasty, exactly tasty right. for yeah. those yum, yum. predators. A little Adolf tenderizer in there might help. God. But, somebody, mm-hmm. but that's, they actually do that in places like Tibet and stuff where uh, it's the ground's not suitable to dig graves and yeah. they lack well, their resources yeah. to cremate people. Well, mm-hmm. not not that long ago, I know. Our friend Dorothy Morgan, who is very mm-hmm. into the Viking, uh, you know, reenactments or or used to be, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of hers passed away and they actually had a pyre, a funeral pyre. Cool. Oh, wow. 
And I was so intrigued by that. I was like, wow. I mean, how do you get the permits to do that or whatever? Maybe they didn't. I don't know. And I was like, uh, that was amazing. That was amazing. And and what a, a tribute if this was what you loved and this is what you were into mm-hmm. to say farewell that way. I, uh, yeah, I had it's never very seen, showy. It's I've never seen that before mm. ever. In I just want to be put on a times. boat and let go out to sea. You know, if you want to shoot a flame and arrow, well, that's fine too, but you know, we'll pour a little, little, little uh, tiki torch fuel on you there. Sure, there you go. Shoot a flaming arrow. <laughs> Poof. Oh, wait a minute. No, I, I got it. Uh, this is good because then I can I can come back and haunt you. Oh, that, uh, no. Can you yes. watch that? No. This is a great seller. Uh, I don't want you to haunt me. I would like you to come back and report in. Yes. the uh, <laughs> this, this service, uh, this is a, n- a new service they have now. Uh, it allows you, your ashes to be compressed into a vinyl record. Oh, perfect! Of your favorite tune. All right. Yes. Uh, uh, I can. I could do that. Oh, the could, most. You could do that, Ron. Give me the, the most. I'm irritating, into vinyl. Irritating tube. Tune. No. You really want. No nope, irritating. No. You can. You know, if I know a song you absolutely hate, I could have myself compressed into that. And no. Could you just come back as the Commodores? Okay. Mm-hmm. You All can right. leave. You can leave a voice message too. You could do it that way. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Hi. John Hi. Is dead. John is You've dead. reached New England Ghost Project. We're not available right now. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> or he could record something and his voice would be on there telling right. you something that he never told you before or wanted to tell you before. Oh. A secret, perhaps. I have no secrets. I'm an open book. <laughs> okay. Well, then you could complain about, you know, if it was oh, that like giving it to me, you would be complaining about me. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, OK, uh, yeah, 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 now yeah. that I'm not here, I'm going to tell you what I really think. <laughs> so a vinyl record, that's not a bad idea. Huh? Vinyl's coming back. I that's mean, fun. Back. I yeah. love vinyl. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you could, yeah, I get to get my favorite tunes and. Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, I could get uh, fine. Yeah, fine young cannibals. She drives me crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> I threw that DVD CD away. Sorry. What? What? I donated it, sold it, burned it. I don't know what I did with it. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. I, oh, think, that's, I think of you every time I play it. Now that's what I'll get when he goes. Yeah, on, on a Chumba Wumba disc. Okay. <laughs> Wumba. Okay. That's uh, the name of the group. I know. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? You, how about this? How about we turn ourselves into fireworks? Oh, fun. Go out with a bang. Yeah. Put your ashes amongst yeah. your pockets. Fireworks. Yeah. Up, bang. Everywhere. You're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Raining down yeah. on people's heads. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> on purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Marla, if you get cremated. Okay. So you are the queen of rescuing the dying plants and mm-hmm. so you want to put me in a flower pot bringing them back to life right so we'll sprinkle you sprinkle you mm-hmm. and all your little flower pots i okay. think that would be 
Perfect. That'll work. The little plant spirits would be right? happy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Put you, so. put you with the turtle. <laughs> Maybe not with the turtle. Oh, uh, turtle's long gone. Yep. They'll continue yep. to grow, and then Marla will be everywhere. There. Yes. Okay. I will be blooming. Mm-hmm. Will be blooming. She'll be reborn. Yeah. Until some some critter in the backyard comes and eats, eats? me. <laughs> well, sure. you could do it indirectly. You could like you know go into promethean. Promethean is an economical, friendly burial method. The body is transformed into fertilizer, like cow dung, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> being Are frozen you- into liquid nitrogen and turned into a powder. Powder it helps the plants grow. Yeah, it's perfect. That yeah, we could turn you into cow dung. So you you're saying that we're full of it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Just okay. checking. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think we need to leave you up at VC. Then Space, whoever spacer. whoever's in there next, you can come to the red light seance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work. Right. Yeah, good work. You can duke it uh, out the guy down at the lake. How about uh, space burial? That'd be fun. They shoot you up into space? Really? Yeah. There's actually, there's actually uh, a whole pile of people um, that, are, that are either slated for that or even some people have done it. I know Gene Roddenberry is supposed to uh, be buried in space. Like the body floating around in space? No, they make you into sawdust or whatever. Let me. Oh, oh okay. I thought I could see all these bodies going right? flying. That all would be kind of gross. Bumping into them and stuff as they're Wouldn't that be gross? shooting by. Ew. Yes. They'd probably be preserved up in space. So you, it would look, you know, like they were just sleeping, <laughs> going right by you. Yeah, because, I mean, some people get frozen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you oh, got the money. Do they still do that? The whole yes. eugenics? Yes. Yeah, that's creepy. Ted Williamson's head is still in Arizona. Oh, God, what? Well, what are they going to do with just his head? Well, they're going to get a body for it. <laughs> it's like yeah, but in the meantime, probably give you, you know, it'd be like uh, the the guy there that comes back from the future and the, tries to kill everybody. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You get him one Terminator. of those. Yeah, Terminator. Get him a mechanical body and put his head on him. Ain't no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing. We put stuff in our freezer, and it does have a shelf life even in the freezer. <laughs> it starts drying out and getting, you know, whatever yeah. freezer burn. Yeah. So here's these heads that are frozen, supposedly. And why yeah, aren't they drying li- out and it's getting... It's liquid nitrogen. It's different. Nah. You're not going to get freezer burn because it's not going to be moving. There won't be any oxygen or anything. It's just mm-hmm. liquid nitrogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, okay. You don't you like say so. Mm-hmm. No, you make a point, good point, but I just, you know. Nah. I could think of better I, ways of going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you, I do, you remember, do you remember the X-File one? No. Where the guy mm-hmm. was killing people when he was frozen? When he was frozen? Yeah. How was he doing that? He was still alive. His brain was still functioning. And he was killing people that that wronged him. Oh, while he Tele- was in the tank, telepathically. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, okay, uh, that's possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
don't think so, but yeah. manifesting. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> how about how about be turned into a smoothie? Oh, that would be a waste of good milk. What's so sorry? Aquacremation. Aquacremation. Uh, this procedure is being uh, bathed in water, which uh, speeds up uh, the deterioration process. This uh, obviously is the nicest way to disclose the body, but yeah, you just you shove yourself in a uh, in a big thing of water and just kind of like to turn, turn the it blender to, on. You know, you know, like you stay in a tub too long. You get all wrinkled. You turn into a prune. Yeah, and it keeps going. <laughs> so you're in here for a long time. So instead of getting cremated, you get acclimated. Uh Wrinkle made it. No. Wrinkle made it. Just no. No, no but then the skin would start to start fl- sloughing off. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it turns white nice. and then never mind. Um, mm-hmm. No. No, that's not a good option. No, I don't want to be. Why can't you just, you know, <laughs> take a hole and get thrown in it? Mm-hmm. Simple. Oh, yeah. how about plastination? Plastination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plastination. I can't wait to hear. Wow. Plastination of the body. Uh, it's removing all the liquids of the body, sucking it dry, while it's allowing only the tissue mass to remain, preserving it, and preventing the body from decaying. They plasticize it. And currently, the body is turned into a plastic-like mannequin and is used for educational purposes. Isn't that like the guy that, oh, yeah. God, I forget his name, but he's on in the U.K., and they have his head there, but Max his Headroom? body is fake. No, it's an old, old guy. Remember Max Headroom? <laughs> it was some like a professor or something like that. I can't even remember, but he's he's still there. You know, you can see him. He's he's under glass or he's sitting there on a chair. And it's supposed to be his head is real, but it has that plastification, whatever it was. Oh. And they, oh. they uh, redid a body for him. That's nice. Oh. Oh, you got that that museum in Philadelphia. What is that? Mannheim? No. Um, yeah. yeah. They have. That's where uh, Hitler's yeah. penis is. I don't really want to. Did he even have that. one? I yes, he did. No, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> but don't they have, they have the science exhibits. Yeah. That's that the one I'm talking about. That the museum. live, not live, but they have actual bodies that. Yeah. That that we'll museum, the Manhina, whatever it's called, is is yeah. all that. Yes. You can go see all kinds of that weird crap. Yeah, they have things in in like body pieces and yeah. the biggest the biggest uh, tumor what? of some biggest kind. What? Biggest what? Tumor. Uh, tumor. tumor. It's a tumor. Yeah. I have okay. a tumor. Tumor. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. And and I think they have the biggest tapeworm there or something. I don't oh, know. Oh no. They really have some neat things. Yeah, yeah some neat things. I don't want to see any of it. Nope. Oh, it's fun. Ew. Yeah, it's exciting. I would like it. Yeah. yeah. I would not. Field trip. Cool. Time to take the kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Come on. Here, look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a cool one. What? You can uh, be turned into a Christmas ornament. Oh, all right. You just dump the ashes into the little empty bulb? Welke Summers has invented a process of turning human ashes into uh, an ornament via a 3D printer. So you could do this uh, at home. Oh. 
3D printer burial. You can do this at home. Oh, that's different. Well, you have to make it, if you're going to do a 3D printer, you have to make it into like a spool of like plastic first. Yeah. Oh, you have to. That yeah. sounds really expensive. Sorry. Uh, okay. Never mind. It would be very cool though. My son yeah. has one. I know all about these things. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's like a big spool of, of plastic that feeds into... Oh, he makes crazy stuff in the 3D printer. He's got like a full, like full on helmet and a big sword. It's, yeah. Oh, wow. Crazy. Is crazy. it expensive? I went to school too. Are they expensive? Uh, I don't think it depends. Well, it depends what, what, how big a 3D printer you got, mm -hmm. you know, like they yeah. have one at school too. And it's, it's really a, a big 3D printer and it's, it's cool. It takes a while, but yeah. yeah. Roy says a couple hundred bucks for a decent one. Yeah, I think my my son got one for a couple hundred bucks, but I mean, it all depends what you want to do with it. <laughs> I could make three D printers of me. Ooh, sorry. Uh no. Life size. Mm -mm. Mm. Van Helsing. Mm. Get your own Van Helsing. <laughs> Blow up doll. Ah uh, no. Oh. I have a Van Helsing. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Anyway, moving nope. along. <laughs> so, we, I, well, let me ask you this, because I, I am. Uh, are you an organ donor? Any, either one of you? Yeah. I, I can't be an organ donor because I have an autoimmune disease. Uh, but I used to be before. Is it me? Huh? Is it me? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it's you. You're the autoimmune disease. Now, I, I, I used to be prior to finding out I had an autoimmune disease. Oh. They don't want my organs anymore. Bastards. God. Gosh. Oh, well, we actually got to wrap it up. It's two minutes, huh? My goodness. Time flies when you're up in space, dead. <laughs> when you're talking about ways to die, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought William Shatner was going to die when he went up in that that space thing yeah maybe yeah. he's dead he just doesn't know it like me i don't think he's ever gonna die yeah anyway yeah. we do have to go malo i want to thank you so much for joining us this has yeah, been a great you. show with our favorite person milo brooks fun uh, to talk to you guys all Marla, the time. where can people find more about the amazing mala marlabrooks.com that's about easy everything is there yeah uh, <laughs> So, anyways, I want to thank you for joining us. You've stirring the cauldron. You still doing stirring the cauldron? Yep, Thursday nights at nine o'clock Eastern on Pair X Radio Network. There you go. Very Ooh. nice. So, uh, Mala, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's been amazing to have Lee on the show. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lee and the turtle, I'll never live it down. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Anyways, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Thurman, Massachusetts, the Glant, Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, not the end over Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. And you can become a member from me at three bucks a month, cheaper than a cup of coffee or a loaf of bread or a gallon of gas or whatever. Nice. Anything it doesn't eggs. That's amazing. Anyways, Mala, thank you. Good night. God bless everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night.
from goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord. (laughs) 